a With a Side of Knowledge mini. Well, With a Side of Knowledge listeners, we are back with a mini episode, a What Makes Me Happy mini episode. We haven't done one of these in a long time, but I'm excited today. I'm always excited for these mini episodes, but this one in particular, because my guest today is someone whose name has come up in the course of a couple episodes over the years. She's never actually been on the show, but a longtime friend of the pod here, Liz Harder, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, longtime listener, first time caller here. (laughs) So Liz is the university's social media manager, and she does all kinds of incredible work across a whole bunch of different platforms, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we're here to talk about the music of the early 2000s generally and the music of NSYNC specifically. And Liz, I know we're not just talking about NSYNC, but I have to start there because you are not only the biggest NSYNC fan I know, I also guarantee that for everyone listening to this, you are now the biggest NSYNC fan that they know. I can, Yeah, that's, a, that's guaranteed now. Can you tell us a little bit about about your fandom, where it started, and, and and how it's taken shape over the years. Yeah, so to, to start, we have to go way back to 1999, um, <laughs> actually kind of 1998. I was one of those kids that grew up. My mom really shaped kind of what I listened to based on controlling the radio. So <laughs> I actually, prior to 1998, did not know that pop music existed. I thought that all music was just, you know, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods and the Association and the Beatles some Jimmy Buffett thrown in there. Um, and then I went to middle school and people started talking about this group, the Backstreet Boys. And I was like, who are they? And then they started telling me about TRL and MTV. And I was, you know, mind blown, had no clue that any of this was out there. And then, you know, kind of, sort of, this is this is the millennium era of Backstreet Boys. So I want it that way. I'd just come out. They were huge. And then early in 1999, my dad came home from work and his company was sponsoring NSYNC's tour. So my mom oh, wow. went out, <laughs> bought Teen People. I still have it. Um, it's in my closet, actually. <laughs> and she was like, okay, like this is who your father's company is sponsoring, and we're going to learn about them. And I opened that magazine and saw NSYNC, and life has not been the same since. So um, kind of like fast-tracked everything, um, ended up meeting them a couple of times, and <laughs> you know, cemented, cemented that love for them from a a ripe young age of 12 and just have not let go since. And you didn't, I don't know if you still do, but didn't you run a pretty big fan site for them? I did. Yeah. So, um, it actually, you know, you said that this is a conversation not related to work, but NSYNC is actually, I think part of the reason that I got my job at the university. Um, sure. I, was running, I I took ownership of, I did not create it, I cannot take credit for it. And there is a ton of information on there, but a website called stillnsync.com. I don't think we're a .com anymore. I think it's a like wordpress.org now, but the site still exists. Um, We had a Twitter and a Facebook and this is prior to, you know, because early 2000s pop was just such a a strange era when you talk about it in, in 2020, because now we know everything about all these artists. You know, even the ones that were famous back then, but they didn't have any social media. You know, they had a website that was made on GeoCities and, um, you know, there was flash plugins and things played music automatically. But before 2013, when NSYNC performed with Justin Timberlake at the VMAs again, they did not have any social media. And really the only place that you could go to find people 
who also loved NSYNC as much as you did was to, you know, find these fan sites out there. And I took ownership in, I think, 2010 of one of them. And technically, I still own it, but I'm a little busy. So I don't get <laughs> as much NSYNC love into the world as I should. So when I asked you to do this, and I just mentioned a few minutes ago, we established that you love NSYNC, but you have a soft spot for kind of all the pop music of the early 2000s. Who else would kind of rise to the top of your top of oh, your list? I mean, there's the big four. There's there's NSYNC, <laughs> okay. Backstreet Boys, um, Christina Aguilera, and Britney Spears. Unfortunately, I've never seen Britney, but I've seen the other three in concert. But then really kind of, you know, Spotify wrapped just came out. So I was looking at my my top songs and... In my top five are two Spice Girls songs and you get a little further down and you get into the NSYNC and then you get into the Nobody's Angel and then you get into, you know, kind of like really random bad stuff that I mean, like they're not good songs. I shouldn't be listening to them still, but they're so nostalgic. Um, right. And actually, it's it's kind of been taken over. Part of what I do in, in being a social media manager is I'm, I'm on all of the platforms and I'm, you know, seeing and, and monitoring and seeing if Notre Dame should have a presence. So I'm big onto TikTok right now. It's very mm-hmm. addictive, but it's just Rod on TikTok. He's, he's this great, like he is the millennial on TikTok and he kind of pairs workplace anxieties with popular music from, you know, the early two thousands. And right. all of, he has a, a couple Spotify playlists and, and now those are like all my top playlists because I just listen to his playlists. In terms of Britney, I've always kind of thought maybe it's not underrated, maybe because I'm old, I didn't think it had as didn't catch on as much. But an underrated banger of Britney's is Till the World Ends. But I don't yes. know. Is that too late no. for your for no. your because that's like 2010, 2011 yeah. with with the big four. Um, you know, I, I continue to follow their careers. <laughs> Burlesque is actually a fantastic movie with Christina Aguilera. Like Cher is in it, doesn't get enough love. But really kind of Britney, that that album was, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't play sure. all of it. But Tell the Word, World Ends is great. And um, oh, man, there was another one that I can't think of now. But oh, she, she just got, you know, it was, it was all those issues. And, and she was kind of like, sadly, the first to fall of yeah. all of them. But well, I still made great music. There's an interesting, I mean, when you talk about, too, before these artists would have all had social media, I, I wanted to ask you about, so in sync, they go on hiatus in 2002, which ends up becoming a permanent thing. Like, at the, I was, some of my, my reading I was doing this morning was talking about how, oh, no, it's just a hiatus, and then it just kind of became indefinite. And Justin Timberlake then has um, a solo career. How your experience at the time of how you felt about when they broke up, has that changed at all? And I mean, he's had a huge success as a solo artist. Has it, has it changed maybe the heartbreak that you felt when they broke up or is there still never been something quite the same about that particular, that particular group ceasing to exist? It, it's a rough one. Still, <laughs> still, still a little sensitive to talk about. No, I, was really angry at the time, you know, 2002, <laughs> we could make this like a 45 minute bonus <laughs> podcast and I could talk to you about Justin's solar career and we can talk about JC Chazé's solar career <laughs> because I'm going to go out on a limb. And as much as I love Justin, JC had the stronger voice. JC should have been Justin level and wasn't for particular yeah. reasons having to do with the Super Bowl. But <laughs> that's besides the point. 
Um, JC's music was also way ahead of its time. If that stuff came out today, it would be like top of the charts. Right. But it came out 20 years ago. But yeah, it's like, would I love to see an NSYNC reunion? Yes. Do I joke with my friends frequently that I have a whole bank account that's just dedicated to buying tickets when they go back on tour and I'll just like take four months off and travel around and see them? Yes. Um, but have seen all but one of Justin's tours. Um, there was there was one year that I went to three of his concerts. Their career and like the hiatus happened. Obviously, it was devastating. I was 14 years old. They were going to come back and they never did. But now I'm an adult and I don't have to ask my parents if I can go to concerts anymore. So I went to one of his shows and I was like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. I loved that. It was down in Indianapolis and I looked at the tour and I was like, we're coming to Chicago next or he's coming to Chicago next. So I took two friends to Chicago and then a couple months later he came back to Chicago and I was like, I loved that show and I want to go see Justin Timberlake again no one wanted to go with me. I looked on, you know, the secondary market and found a fairly close seat. And I was like, you know what? I got money now and I don't have to deal with someone else saying, I don't want to pay that much money to see this concert. I was like, I'm going to just do it. Let's go sit really close to the stage now. Right. It's great. It's great. Now I do that so, frequently. <laughs> good for you. So kind of, kind of as we're wrapping up here and this may be this may be too hard of a question, but you talked about your your big four, mm-hmm. and you talked about kind of spot at you know Spotify put out it, it it's wrapped this year where it, it tells you these are you know your top songs of the year. If you were looking at your big four, is there an ultimate playlist of four tracks of one from each of them that you would have to have? I see. I knew I knew this was gonna be really as soon as I said, I was like, wow, if I'm gonna limit to one from each of the four of them, that's yeah. probably too hard. That's rough. Well, and you're not the first person to ask what the top and sync song is this week because Spotify told me it was bye bye bye. That's a complete lie. The reason that that is the top song is because when you ask your Alexa to play and sync on Spotify, which she's going to start right now, please stop. But um, starts with bye 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 all the time. That's not the one that I want to hear. So I always have to skip it. But um, if I had to pick four songs from each of them. um... Let me change it then to go back to where we started. Could you pick the four in sync songs that you had to have? Okay, if I have to pick one from each album, let's go there. That, okay, perfect. Only three albums. There's four with the uh, the Christmas album. Christmas so album, Christmas right. album, I would go, obviously, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. <laughs> you know, you just got to mm-hmm. get the staple there. From the first album, self-titled in sync, I would probably say, um, I want you back. I just danced around my sure. into that before we got on this call. Um <laughs> From No Strings Attached, it would be It Makes Me Ill. And from Celebrity, it would be, that's rough, the two of us probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what I'll, what I'll do, and I know that if I don't do this right, my wife will help me, I will make a Spotify playlist of those four, yes. and we will put it in the episode notes for this, so you can go listen to, we won't say top four in sync songs, we say that the number one song from each of the four albums. Yes. 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 Those, are, those are good ones. I could, I mean, I could probably come up with like Backstreet and Britney, but you know, yeah. we'll put together a whole early 2000s Spotify playlist. It'll be excellent. I, I like that idea. That's yeah. an excellent idea. Liz Harder, thank you for joining me for, for this today. I really thank enjoyed you. it. <laughs> with a Side of Knowledge is a production of the Office of the Provost at the University of Notre Dame. Our website is with a side of pod.nd.edu.